Diamond Seek deals with material that may not be suitable for listeners under the age of 13, so please use discretion. Any and all trigger warnings will be listed in the show's description. And with that, let's begin today's episode. Seekers, I am your host, Rel, and this is my sometimes co-host. Hello. He waved. And you are listening to the Crime and Seek podcast. Today is a special episode. It is the Halloween episode. And in case you couldn't tell by the opening, this one is going to involve a young toddler. So if this and violence against indigenous people is a trigger for you, please feel free to wait till the next episode comes out. I will not be offended. And now with that, let's start today's episode. This crime takes place on October 31st, yes, Halloween, in a place called Lawton, Oklahoma. This is a town in southwestern Oklahoma and is on the 15th percentile for safety. So, yeah, crime. This place was formed on a former reservation land of the Kiowa, Comanche, and Apache Indians. Nima Louise Carter was born on March 23, 1976, to parents Rose and George Carter. On October 31, 1977, when Nima was only 19 months old, her parents placed her into her crib for the night. Her parents were utilizing the cry it out method, which is a sleep training process that allows the baby to learn to sleep on their own. The goal is that each night, it'll take less and less time for the baby to fall asleep by letting them cry and not comforting them by holding them, so this teaches the baby to self-soothe. Although some see this as a controversial method, this is a method that many parents, including Nima's, were using. So when Nima cried out in the middle of the night, her parents didn't think anything of it, didn't attend her, as she was usually able to quiet herself quickly. Come morning, her parents discovered to their horror that little baby Nima was not in her crib, and upon searching the house, she was nowhere to be found. With further investigation, they discovered that although the nursery window was locked, as well as the front door was locked, most likely the perpetrator was one of them or someone who had a key to the house. Nima's parents were quickly cleared by investigators. Unfortunately, a month later, baby Nima would be discovered in an abandoned house inside of a refrigerator. The location of Nima's body was only four blocks away from her house, and poor Nima was so composed, it was determined she had died the following day of her kidnapping by suffocation, slow suffocation to death. 
To this day, no one was officially charged, although there is a very likely culprit for this. <clears throat> Jackie, and I'm going to butcher the last name, so we're just going to call her Jackie, was the beloved babysitter of many American Indian children in the area. She also happened to be the babysitter of twins, who a year earlier, on April 8, 1976, <clears throat> were lured out of their home. The two twins, Mary Elizabeth and Augustine Jacqueline Carpitcher, were led from their homes at led from their home at three and a half years old to a refrigerator where they would be locked in. Mary Elizabeth would perish from slowly suffocating to death. Her twin, Augustine, otherwise known as Tina, was able to survive <clears throat> because she was placed near a small crack in the refrigerator and was able to slowly breathe. The poor girls were stuck for two days, but Tina managed to scream for help when she heard the voices of children playing outside the home. Tina's testimony was as follows. Jackie entered my grandmother's living room where we were watching television on the afternoon of April 8, 1976, and she told us to go with her. They walk se we walked several blocks to the house where we were told to get into the refrigerator and that our aunt would come get us later and take us for ice cream. Now this shows just how young these children were at the time that they believed that their aunt <clears throat> would come find them in an abandoned refrigerator. Obviously, poor Tina and Mary's aunt had no idea that her nieces were in peril or even with the babysitter. The, the twins also happened to be American Indian like little Nima. At the time, due to Tina's young age and lack of any physical evidence at the time, no charges were brought against Jackie. She would then later go on to babysit for Nima as well as other American Indian families. Now, this family did not suspect the babysitter, as Nima was always happy to see her, and Jackie had a shy demeanor. This was also before social media, and they couldn't very easily <clears throat> do background checks or anything on this girl. Jackie was questioned in relation to the crime of Nima, but claimed she had been playing bingo at the time. The police felt that Jackie was suspicious in her behavior as she talked to them, but because there is no physical evidence to pin on Jackie, they couldn't bring any charge against her. A neighbor did come forward, however, <clears throat> in the case of the twins against Jackie, claiming they saw her with the twins on that day and that the twins were not happy to see Jackie. Justia Law shows testimony from a convenience store clerk that, that knew Jackie. She stated that not only did she see Jackie near the Carters, close to the abduction time of Nima, but that the babysitter already knew the layout of the home and which doors didn't lock properly. People began to put the similarities of the two cases together, including that Jackie babysit, babysat for both families. <clears throat> both families were American Indian. Both families involved the kidnapping of children from their homes which Jackie had access, and all the children were locked in abandoned houses inside fridges. At this point, even without physical evidence, I still feel like Jackie should have been charged, at least had a trial. Yeah, it seems a little weird. 
little too coincidental. Yeah. Three years after the twin incident, Jackie was convicted in the Comanche County District Court and was sentenced to murder in the first degree and sentenced to life imprisonment for the murder of Mary. Jackie was never able to appeal and passed in prison in 2005. Nima's dad, George, laments not being able to outright ask Jackie if she kidnapped Nina, Nima, and why. My prayers and thoughts go out to all the parents around the world as you prepare for trick-or-treating and Halloween parties. If you take anything from this episode in today's technological age, please vet any and all babysitters before they come into your home. Unfortunately, cases like this are not as rare as we would want. Until next time, my seekers. And just so you know, I can see your hiding spot. So please find a new spot or beware. Bye. Bye.